0: Saw that Jumanji film with Dwayne the Rock Johansson in it.
1: Is is that the one, the, the new one where they're trapped in a video game? The because, new one, because,
0: because the board because... game turned into a video game because no one likes new, board games. New anyway. What if board games was video games, everybody? Sorry, this guy, I've got to say something. Did he cut off?
2: Yeah, I said New Manji, Sorry.
0: New Manji, there we are Sorry, it cut off on my end because Skype is brilliant Skype um, is is the best Skype is brilliant And all the other ones we've tried are better That's why we went back to Skype
1: Because <laughs> we couldn't I, handle
0: the betterness I, I now want a version of Jumanji
1: Where it's like, how, how do we trap them In even more of a hellish nightmare world <laughs> I know, Jumanji
0: is now Skype <laughs> Skype-manji Nice one um, Anyway, I, yeah, I watched Jumanji because uh, I had to do the the off Doctor's podcast, which we did, we recorded yesterday. That'll be up before this goes out. But if people don't listen to that, I do got to say that movie is really good, really good,
2: really, yeah, really good funny. reports On it, yeah,
0: it is really funny. All the main characters in it are r- really like great performances. The writing is cleverer than it has any right to be. There are character arcs, and subversions of expectations within tropes, it's got stuff going on, and you look at it, and it starts off, and you think, well, this is just going to be, you know, vapid, surface-level, Hollywood-style, haha, we know that video games are around here somewhere, and that's a good reference and jokes, but no! There's a there's a moment in the movie where they have to watch a cutscene and it works it works <laughs> as a joke because I... it's just done they commit oh. to it and and they all the jokes are just charming and nice and fun like I... Jack Black is um his character in the real world is like a, a high school girl who's always taking selfies and she's putting Jack Black's body as as the character <laughs> in the game and Jack it's one of his best performances. I genuinely think that because it's it's just done so well. He and the girl who both play the same character basically must have spent a while working together to sync up the performances because it it works so well. It's, that is a good film.
1: It's one of those films I never would have considered watching because it's it, it doesn't have any right to be good. It seems like it would be trash yeah. because not only is it a video game movie but it's a basically a remake or a sequel to a film from decades ago that never really needed continuing. Like That's that, my that worry. Is, that is the recipe for, like, um, not even fun bad, but unwatchably yeah.
0: bad. And, and I heard good things about it beforehand, but I can imagine, certainly people listening to this might not think it's their cup of tea. Like, it might be too much for, for children and whatnot. But no, there are jokes that work for pretty much all ages. Uh, some quite risque humor as well, as well as stuff that will appeal to the childrens. Uh, it it really is suitable for everyone, I think. And for me, like I was laughing out loud at several points, and I did not expect to do that. I was first watching, I'm like, okay, I'm smiling along, this is good. And several other points later on, I'm actually laughing out loud, quite wholeheartedly. That is a great film, and I've I've rarely seen a film that actually ends where the last thing that happens gets a laugh out of me. And not only that, it is such a subtle brick joke to call like a callback to something that happens in the early parts of the film, as a brief aside, the briefest aside, not even a joke, and yet becomes a great punchline. That movie is so, so much better than it has any right to be, and and I wholeheartedly recommend people watch it. And then what? Uh, listen to the spin-off Doctors that me and Conrad did. And if you're one of those people, because quite a lot of people do it, that listen to the show and not see the film, I wholly recommend you see this film first. Because I, like, I genuinely think it is the most easily recommendable video game movie I've ever seen. Hmm. I don't Heck. know if it's the best one, but it is reco- like the most hmm. recommendable, the- I could say to anyone. You, you should pro- you'd probably have a fun time watching it. Heck... That's,
1: yeah. that's pleasantly surprising to hear.
0: I, w- yeah, I, I might great. have to watch it's that It's really then. good. I, I think I think you'd really dig it. I, I certainly would hope you you would. So I, if I you ever do
1: watch it, let me know. I might have to stick that down for this weekend because I'm going to be having a very late night, one night this weekend, and then the next day is going to be a very like, oh, I'm feeling a bit fragile and tired and I just need to mindlessly watch things sort of day. That, so.
0: That's a good movie for that. Like, it's got that that vibe to it. I could easily see it if it if it had been released in like the 80s. I could see me watching it on a Sunday afternoon in the 90s. It's one of those it's got it's got that old just old tried and tested comic formula that's just suitable for anyone and you don't have to be too invested, but if you are there's there's enough like depth and range in there for for people who are paying a bit more attention. And then there's lots of fun jokes and explosions and a zelda boomerang at one bit uh, that that it works for casual viewing as well it's a good film wow. and, and that is my movie review <laughs>
1: Cool. i'm glad you actually got to watch a movie on that podcast that was good and enjoyable yeah
0: yeah well i mean we've seen we saw exist ends that was a good one and there are a couple of ones that were good on their own merits, but most of them, the ones that are entertaining are for the wrong reasons. You know, it's, ha-ha, look at this silly B-movie. The, the Double Dragon one is a classic for that. But, um, yeah, this one was just genuinely, this is a really good film. And that's, that is unusual on that show. So, yeah, that, that's a recommendation. Uh, welcome to Podquisition. Um, not just a movie review podcast. I'm Jim Sterling. I'm joined here by Laura. Hello. Hello, how are you, Jim? I'm alright, I'm alright. I've uh, I said before we started recording, been home alone this week because uh, the wife's out of town, uh, the kid's out of the house. So it's just me and Bartle being the cat, just sort of, I've, I've just been, well, we'll talk about it a bit later, but yeah, I've just been playing Dark Souls like 24-7. <laughs> what else am I going to do, go have a life? I don't think so. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just fight Artorias all day long, thank you very much. Uh, so that's been me. Um, and hello, Gav, as well. Hello, Gavin. How are hello. you? Good sir.
2: Also, somewhat housebound. I have had to wear a um, halter monitor for two days because getting heart tests again. Oh. Um, and this also means I cannot have a shower for two days. So yeah, I'm not leaving my house in this condition. Enjoy. Yeah, it's also the hottest couple of days of the year. So oh. I've also oh I been heard about just that. Um, grinding Dark Souls bosses this, this, all day this, long, like Jim. This, uh,
1: <laughs> this weekend was swelteringly warm. Um, I I was I was visiting some friends at a convention in London and. I just assumed British weather is kind of mediocre, so it's like, Oh yeah, I'll pick the costumes for this convention that involve multiple layers and like leather jackets and after That's the first day I was like a classic mistake. <laughs> no. That's a classic
0: mistake. Like even people who live in Britain underestimate what a British summer can do. Well, I know I, that much. It's I why picked, it's why nobody has fucking air conditioning out there, even though they I, really should buy now. I
1: I picked my outfits on like the Thursday night because I was like, it looks really mediocre, and like the the forecast for the weekend is grey and thunder and rain, and it's like, no, it's just
0: sunny and hot, uh, especially in London because of that basically that that sphere of pollution around it, <laughs> just trapping all the heat and just basically creating a smog oven. Like, oh, that's a Oh, I, I saw a, a Ring of Honor show um, They were streaming that Over the week And yeah, they were doing that over the weekend In a wrestling ring With big old windows just shining on all the heat And magnifying it And it looked fucking wretched Good show, but my god The sweat, I don't envy oh. it I say I don't envy it, I'm here in Mississippi I get it worse, I get all that <laughs> with humidity as well So I just, oh. it's basically you walk out Of your house and get waterboarded More or less I, I, It really is grotesque but
1: i i can't complain too much like my weekend was get very very drunk for a few days and then play a bunch of video games nice like m- monday i m- me and two fr- two friends got through a bottle of gin by ourselves uh that was a very merry day <laughs> and and now i'm i'm playing a pokemon a new pokemon game on the switch because like, that, by any that metric, is a thing that,
2: that sounds like a pretty good weekend
1: yeah it's been a good one
0: you're playing a new Pokemon game on the Switch. Yeah, they announced and released a Pokemon game today on the Switch. Oh, I, I didn't see that today. I've been so busy watching uh, making videos today. <laughs> what 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 game is this? Okay, so there's a few
1: Pokemon things that happened like the day the night before we recorded this. So um, you know how last year at E3 they were like, yeah, we're making a, a core Pokemon RPG for the Switch. Yeah, that's not what we've got. Like, right here and right now. That's apparently coming the second half of 2019. That's a bit of a uh, way off. There are is two that things. the one
0: that might be Pokemon Yellow? Uh,
1: no, the Pokemon Yellow one is coming this year and it's been announced. I'll get to that in a second. Oh, okay. Actually, yes, should, I we, should, that. We, should we start with the Pokemon Yellow one? Yeah, uh, so, yeah. Like yeah.
0: I, I'm looking forward to Pokemon Yellow coming out, so
1: yeah. Uh, okay, so this was kind of rumoured for a couple of weeks. Uh, the, the title is Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. And... Okay it's kind of a remake of gen one you can have pikachu or eevee as your starter and you go around the the gen one region you can only get the first 150 pokemon and all that sort of thing however they are experimenting they are experimenting with some mechanics with this one and the the impression i get with this is that this is a test run to be like Let's try and do something a bit different with a with a Pokemon RPG and see how it goes. So, some of these I am interested in as ideas and some of them I am not, but Oh my I... god, is it going to be Pokemon Zero? No, no, no. Let's let's <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll give you like the the nice cell on on this stuff okay. now. So, the the things that are Give that me the soft cell. But now. Yeah. Here's here's the soft cell. Uh HD Ba-dum-ba-dum. HD, really nice looking remake of Pokemon like remake of Pokemon Yellow. Uh you got co-op, you can play with a with a friend. Uh in local, I believe, and online co-op. Okay. Uh you uh what what were the other things that looked really nice? Uh you you've they've got support so you can play entirely one handed, which is really nice for accessibility
0: stuff. Um They did is- that with Bayonetta as well, so Pokemon and Bayonetta both have a one handed mode, so you can well. wank. yeah well (laughs) i i
1: would say as someone who used to play pokemon one-handed like uh the l trigger as the a button and the d pad that's a really nice thing that like i'm glad they brought back Um, oh
0: if you if you want to do like lazy grinding while you're like idle that doing just having it one in the hand while you're just running around in the grass i can see that working out well yeah so like i'm really into that and they've for all of people's, like,
1: yeah, uh, some people love it, some people hate Pokemon Go. They've got some connectivity with Pokemon Go. You can bring your Pokemon over from that smartphone game. Well, that, that makes don't, sense. That don't really do anything there. You can bring them over to the Switch game, use them in battles, do all sorts of things with them. Uh, put it, the little bastards yeah, to work at last. It, it gives you something to do with those Pokemon you went out into the world and collected. So, like, yeah. these are some cool things. And... Um, uh, The other thing they've done that I think is cool and a lot of people have been like shitting on a little bit is in Pokemon Go, when you're trying to catch a Pokemon, one of the things you can do to try and uh, increase your catch rate is you physically throw the ball with like the touchscreen or whatever. And the better you hit the Pokemon, the better your catch rate, which like I like that as a mechanic and that's going to be in this. However, let's get to the bit that people are not so keen on. Mm-hmm. This is definitely a simplified version of Pokemon Yellow Intended to try and convert some people who played Pokemon Go on the phone Into <sighs> the idea of playing a core RPG And I'm not totally opposed to that But what what that means is You don't battle wild Pokemon to catch them Much like Pokemon Go You just throw your Pokeballs and use your berries to catch
0: I'm out That's it I'm I'm not getting that I, I, when I hear Pokemon Yellow, I want to play Pokemon Yellow. So
1: I, I totally understand. That is a totally fair reason to be down on it. Yeah, um, no,
0: no bitterness about it. Just yeah. okay. That's what so, you want to do with it. So I'm the, out closing I the book. I will say the
1: the traditional battles are not completely gone in any sense of the in in any sense of the word. Like. All of your trainer battles, all of your gym battles, all still traditional. Here's my Pokemon, here's its level, here's its four moves, here's its PP, use the move, here's attack and resistance. All of that's still there for trainer battles. Wild Pokemon battles are the ones where it's just throw the ball, try and catch it. Mm -hmm. So that's that's what's why I'm not completely poo-pooing it yet, is that that traditional battle mechanic is still in there for trainer battles. Um... The other thing they've done to ran, uh, to encountering wild Pokemon is it's no longer random encounters. They physically appear on the Kanto map, and you tu- you see them walking around, and you touch one to initiate a battle to try and catch it. So, it's it's a thing that I initially like was very like oh no don't like that don't like that, but considering normal battles are still in there for all of the like trainer and gym battles i'm maybe not opposed to it if i can go like yeah i can go find the pokemon i know where to find anyway see it go yeah i want one of them catch it then fight some trainers to level it up that still works
0: for me i guess yeah i mean how do you level them up you, can you as... refight all of the trainers again? So, this is
1: unclear, and this is one of those things we're not going to know till E3 probably, is the suspicion is sure, surely you've got to be able to refight fight trainers. Because Either that if... or they'll just come yeah.
0: up with some stupid new idea to level them up.
1: Yeah, like, here's the thing. Just it... poke them with
0: a stick.
1: So, they do have levels, and we saw them in the trailer getting experience from a battle, so as long as you can refight trainers... Or maybe you can get experience by fighting other players online and things like that. If you can do battles with people and get experience, and keep doing that, then that might be fine. There's a lot of yeah. There's a lot of question marks about this one right I now. I mean,
0: I can see the benefit of like not having to deal with catching a whole bunch of raptors and pigeons. When you're trying to get like the rare Pokemon that's in the grass, yeah, because that's that was always annoying in the old games, you know, or like the the Zubats cropping up all the time. I could see avoiding that to have some benefit, but I just some of it just seems like they're going to create more problems than they solve. And I I guess my my knee jerk I'm out is now tempering to a bit more. I'll 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 wait to see more of it in action before I fully write it off. But I'm not. Ex- I'm. I'm certainly not as interested in the idea as I yeah. was. So, and I'm close to just being like, okay, this is clearly I, not for me. From the sounds the, of it, you know.
1: The thing that has me vaguely interested is like, I. I know that I'm obviously in a unique position here in that, I am someone who is a big fan of Pokemon Yellow, but also is still a daily player of Pokemon Go. Yeah. And this seems like a. I can understand why someone who's just looking for a new Pokemon RPG would, be, or, or a remake of Yellow would be a bit bummed out. As someone that's like very into Pokemon Go and is now being presented, hey here's a Pokemon Yellow me- remake that's also a companion piece to Pokemon Go, I'm like, I could get really into this. Um, also worth noting is like last time that we got figures for Pokemon Go on phones, uh, it still was racking in about 5 million daily active users, which is a heck of <laughs> a lot... That's like that's a heck of a lot of people. It's more people who... That's more people than are daily playing a core Pokemon RPG two years after yeah, it comes yeah. out. And it, yeah. it's... I can't blame Nintendo for going, hey, this is the most popular Pokemon has been, let's try and
0: convert that into Switch sales... I mean, I totally see the logic. And it's, yeah. it's sound logic, which you don't yeah. often get from Nintendo. They've, they've said in
1: advance, like, second half of, of 2019, we're getting a more traditional core RPG. And what this looks like to me is, Pokemon Go is doing really well still. Let's make an RPG that like uses some of those mechanics, but introduces some of the core mechanics as well. Then a year later oh, here's the core one, we 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 got you into the ecosystem with the, the Pokemon Go crossover, now play one that's a little more traditional.
0: Yeah. I, mean, I often that... can't follow yeah. the mental steps Nintendo takes to reach some of its conclusions and its decisions, but this one, you you really can see what they're going for, which, as I say, is unusual for the company. So I can't mm. really fault them. It's why I say, you know... Even if I end up just checking out of this Pokemon Pikachu Eevee thing, yeah. um, was it Let's go Pikachu? Let's go yeah. Eevee. Or what, yeah, yeah, Let's yeah, go. Yeah. I'll just call it Let's go. I mean, even putting the Go in there is clever. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: so yeah, the, I see what they're doing there, and there's a nice, you know, there's a compromise. If you just want a traditional thing, it's coming. Uh, this thing is, you know, this hybrid between Go and the older games. I see that. I see the. The track they're on, yeah, and it's a it's a good track. What? I can't I can't deny that. Even if I'm I'm not into what they're selling because I wasn't a big Pokemon Go person. I I, I found yeah. you, know, you know I yeah. didn't it didn't catch on with me at all. So well, I'm like... not that interested. But I I respect what they're doing.
1: For for me, it's a chance to make use of the Pokemon I've been catching in Pokemon Go a bit more. And yeah, sure. I I really like the drop in co op that they like idea that they have because honestly. As someone like Pokemon Yellow is one of the most formative games like in my gaming history. And I just really like the fact uh, that the thought of settling down on the sofa and playing some like nice, nicely visually updated kind of Pokemon Yellow with my girlfriend, sit on the sofa and just be like, yeah, yeah, let's go explore Kanto and go see them all Pokemon. What I remember.
0: Yeah, no, no, no. I, I see the I see the appeal. It's not it, it's not appealing to me. But I absolutely see the the appeal and the reasoning. So yeah, yeah, well done them on yeah. making a decision that doesn't really benefit me much, but I can still absolutely see the merit in.
1: Uh the the other one that like was announced and came out in the same day is um... oh yeah
0: that one all the... yeah yeah I forgot about that
1: one okay so I'm like ten minutes into this like I'm gonna be playing this one throughout the podcast a little bit today and I'll report back to you like at the end of the show. Uh, there is a smartphone and Switch free-to-play Pokemon game called Pokemon Quest that was like announced last night and is out now, and it's basically like a wave-based top-down RTS where you're using Pokemon. <laughs> you have like oh, like a
0: tower defensey thing, or ki-
1: kind okay. of, kind of, but you've got like MMO t- style cooldowns for your attacks, and okay. it's all about like positioning your Pokemon and then using the correct move. And balancing, like okay, le- okay, let's get to as close as possible to as many Pokemon as possible before I set this move off. Yeah. And it's it's all just like a very cute blocky aesthetic. Like this is all like Lego versions of Pokemon. And I I've not played enough to know if it's any good, but I'm I'm enjoying sitting Lego Pokemon, here... Lego Pokemon. Yes, I like yeah. <laughs> so it looks really cute, and I've yet to find out what the monetization model is because it's. It's free to start as Nintendo call it. So I'm like, hmm. Oh, yeah. Let's let's see what that means. I don't know what the
0: I used to think I used to hate that term because I heard yeah. it. And I'm like, fucking Nintendo got a fucking in up everything and, and make it all their own And just, just fuck with words How dare they Even though I normally defend my own mispronunciation When I'm called out on a budget Evolution of language it, Deal with it Um, For some reason Free to start really rankled me And I don't say rankled often uh, But someone did point out That it's more honest than free to play
1: Yeah it, it really And then is. I was like
0: oh no Yeah actually that is Now I like free to start Like a lot more than free to play Because it is nail on the head Mm.
1: oh yeah so what what i'm getting at the second is i yeah i have some limited control over like where i go and things and it's just like managing attack timers and it's just like quite a cute little pokemon rts i'm messing around with so i might download
0: that when i'm yeah if i'm idle
1: i'll I'll let you know at the end of the show if i discover anything (laughs) shitty about it but yeah um, yeah, should we talk about the like couple of bigger games that came out this week that I know yeah. I know you've played, Jim? Gav, I have mm. no idea what you've played this week. Have you played either Detroit or or Dark? You said you played Dark Souls, yeah. didn't
2: you? I played both of them.
1: Okay, so okay. should we should we start with Detroit because otherwise we'll, we'll just start... talk about Dark Souls another yeah. whole episode? Yeah, we'll, and... we'll
2: start with <laughs> Cage Runner.
1: Yeah, how <laughs> Cage Runner, Dave
2: I like that. Dave Runner. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, where is where is everyone at with that? Because I have finished that game of, uh, enough times now to have a I think a pretty good sense of my feelings on it.
2: Um, how how do you believe you both?
0: I'm still kinda, getting through it. I can't I kinda, even remember what I did last.
2: I, I think I got through like three chapters and then Dark Souls came out, so <laughs> I didn't really go back to it since.
0: I think i I think the last time I touched it was uh, Clancy Brown was eating a hamburger. That's it. Clancy Brown was eating a cheeseburger. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: I think, I feel, I kind of, funny thing is, it's, um, I kind of felt about it at this point the same way I felt about Beyond Two Souls, and I didn't hate it. I didn't dislike it. I just don't really feel yeah. any pull to go back to it either,
1: though. That's, that's fair. Like, the last time we talked about it last week, review, reviews hadn't gone up when we talked yeah. to, when we recorded last week, and I was. I was like, no, no, no. I feel like this will maybe be the one that people like as much as I do. And as it turns out, no. Once hindsight again, hindsight is twenty-twenty. <laughs> unfortunately, once, here's the thing. Once again, I like a Quantic Dream game more than yeah. most people. Um, I've been trying. That's to...
0: fine though. Yeah, that is
1: I, fine though. I've I've been trying to think about like why that is, and like the best explanation I can come up with is one of the big complaints people have about about David Cage games is that the acting and performances and script are a little bit unnatural and not quite how people talk. And that's a thing that I never notice in his games because my brain's a little bit broken and doesn't get social cues properly. So I don't know if part of my, my increased like is because I just don't see the like, oh, oh, that's a really weird, awkward conversation. That's not like people are. It's like, was fine to me. That was like people, wasn't it?
2: Let me let me add to that by saying it somewhat undermines the story about androids when the humans all act like them. Well, this is that's kind of like David Cage games for me, right? It's he has this really gloomy, morose, deadpan way. Of telling stories And his games are so joyless And humourless And just I don't know I, 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 And you can tell dark stories And do it well But for me They just feel too clumsily done To, yeah. to justify this, that This is
0: another reason why I You know I make some unflattering comparisons Between David mm. Cage and Tommy Wiseau um, I've done that for many years uh, because it's that it's the focus on melodrama without attention to pacing and tonal balance and, and stuff like mm. that. And and that's you know I'm just speaking from my own um, experience and taste and preferences and whatnot. Um, but you know I I compared Detroit to um, the B movie sequel Crazy Fat Ethel Two. Um, predominantly because there is a scene in Crazy Fat Ethel 2 which is 15 minutes of a man opening tins of dog food um, because they were just playing for time and, and basically tanked the pacing of it and a lot of people are unhappy with my own opinion of Detroit um, you know I'll, I, I had what I thought was a fun rant in the video <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be more sober here, um, mostly because I don't want to hurt Laura's feelings because someone sent me a message that was I hoped you play more of it for Laura's sake Wait, As if why, your why enjoyment, is Laura Is tied no, to my Jim, enjoyment, Jim, Laura
1: Jim, Jim, <laughs> Jim, you can call it a fucking shitty trash fire I will still go I in- know I'll be like
0: Fuck you, Jim I loved it <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like I, That I mean, some of the things people were saying In defence of this game And me just, I think you should play it when you're not in such a dark place. Jeff. Oh, fuck. I, th- that. I think, yeah, I think fuck you should. That. Yeah. Oh. that. No, if I, it wasn't I, for I, the <laughs> fact that there were other people on Twitter being worse, that would have yeah. been one of the most ghastly no. things I've Jack, read.
1: I, I acknowledge that David Cage is a shitty creator sometimes. Like, you know, I'm not going to say that, like, if anyone criticizes him, I'll go, yeah, totally fair play to you. Yeah. Um, well, here's
0: why I'm so harsh mm. because I like what Quantic Dream is trying to do. Yeah, I respect mm. the kinds of game they're making And I want desperately to love one of them Desperately yeah. Yeah, Like people same, think I just want to dump on them. couch yeah. I, I, lo- I
2: love the idea and the theory of those games yeah. But they just if never could, seem to deliver
0: If I could personally celebrate a QD game that would make my fucking there's, week.
1: There's there's one thing that Gavin said that I think, like, rings true to me, and that, like, really jumped out to me, was you said, you find it hard to take this narrative about androids seriously when the human characters act like androids. That's a thing that never occurs to me. Like, to me, I don't notice that. What I, what I ended up taking away from, like, some of the awkward performances in that game, or the ones that have been pointed out to me as these are the ones we're calling awkward is that some of them are the ones I related to a lot because they felt very familiar to me as a person on the the autism spectrum. Like, mm-hmm, very yeah. early in the game, there is a conversation with uh, Android, who, uh, with, uh, sorry, with Connor, who is the uh, detective android, where there is a joke made that just completely flies over his head and he very deadpan responds yeah. to. And I was re-watching that the other day and going, you know what? Part of why I like some of these, like, Android characters is they act a lot like people on the autism spectrum that makes it easy for me to relate to their responses to and things. And that goes
0: back to my personal frustration, because to me, when when you say that, that makes me think holy shit, that would have been an excellent subtext for the game if it was in there as an actual what, subtext what and not a byproduct. Yeah. It, it's um, a thing I wish they'd lent into so other people picked up on it,
1: but yeah. as someone that like was it's playing it... Like,
2: it's the who, problem.
1: As, as someone who played it from that background, it was... Those were the kind of things that flavoured my positive experience of that game, is that I connected to the ways that some of these characters acted and responded, and I didn't notice the inconsistencies with the human characters acting yeah. because of my... Not standard relationship To interpersonal communication
0: And I think if the game Had lent more into that idea I I might have, have gotten more Invested in the characters mm. but To me there's this inconsistency where At once they're being emotionless And and straight to the point And there's one character who sticks with that uh, I, I, I dare say longer than The others but then there are moments When he's on his own And he's expressing frustration Like oh, shit like anger and I'm like But a moment ago, you weren't, like, emotions weren't your thing because you was an android mate. Emotions. And then there's just these tonal inconsistencies with the characters um, to say nothing of the pacing, which, you know, that's always the the thing I bang on about the most in games. And to me, it's like you spend several chapters doing housework and then suddenly
2: from naught to ten, it's from
0: naught to ten is
2: suddenly child abuse. And then it's gone. And you you knew it was coming from the moment you saw that. Yeah, that's too, it's, a it's a long line up and a week. And you take one look at him and you go, substance abusing child abuser there. And A, that's a topic that is really hard to do in a meaningful way, and B, mm. he didn't do it in a very good way. Like just like shaking the child going, You think I'm a loser? You think I'm a loser, don't you? It's like, oh dear. Yeah. I mean,
0: well, what I, uh, mm. In my experience, domestic abuse doesn't doesn't quite play out like a Looney Tunes cartoon. Yeah. Um, no, in, but, and, I, but... There is something... You know, there, it's, I, it's just ham-fisted it, it, from my point of view.
1: It, it was ham-fisted, but I think there is something to, at least when drugs are involved, I think there is something to a portrayal of paranoid anger that very quickly is like,
0: Oh no! I
1: sure, like sure. the the flip to with character building. Uh,
0: yeah. Yes, with if if they'd spent like if they'd taken out like twenty minutes of the chores and put that into character development for Todd, for you know the abuser to create a real like tense escalation of his character, I'd be all for it. I'd be all for like you know all of his patter that he was knocking out with. But the reason it was ridiculous to me. Hmm was the fact it was just housework, 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 abuse, abuse, ah! and then onto a new scene of just housework. And then here comes the deadbeat kid and it's like well we all know how this plot's going to go and then it's just busy work for I, a bit and then plop, 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 gone and it's just this I, lack of proper build I, and it made me laugh i was laughing at points of, of this game that i wasn't supposed to laugh at what the bit that made me laugh the most was when the badass long coat for the main like for the the android <laughs> climbing that. out of the pit was just there for him to wear as <laughs> if it was placed there as if there was a sign underneath it that just said badass androids coming to a revelation Please Please pick me up. Um, <laughs> I there were just g- moments I, like I, this I, that were so staged and and like I mean staged. That's the word. It's staged in its melodrama that I just so I was guffawing. I I, I I will agree with you that the coat one was ridiculous
1: and like I I very much acknowledge that the the abuse one is very like it does co- it it doesn't really have a good build up it just is a bit of an
0: exaggerated thing
1: out of nowhere and is done yeah. i think the and i'm not
0: r- saying that people can't yeah. suddenly snap No, like, no, no. i've i've <laughs> been in environments where people are that volatile but the problem is is that again that lack of characterization for Todd not to make him sympathetic so much but at least to create that sense of tension and dread that's truly in an environment like mm. that when you're just Wondering how someone I, who lost his job and lives in a shithole can afford this top of the line Android. Um and you're just scrubbing. I was plates. wondering that as well. Well, I,
1: I thought that, <laughs> that I thought that, that was explained is that when he was still um still employed, he took out a loan to get the Android that basically once his job got automated, as a lot of jobs in the area were were being done, he couldn't make his credit card repayments, and that's why he was left with like big debts for android he really
0: couldn't afford to have yeah i know he yeah. said that he he was leasing it i know he says that um but it just it just seemed it's so out of place uh she's there in her future suit okay. in this shithole place and it's just so jarring that's, that's, that even though it he says you know he leases okay. her and everything a, a, and just what? a lot of and me, also she's lot, not well. very
2: good because when he says clean up like it's 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 like when I do the kitchen before Rachel comes home. I kinda she puts the dishes away and puts stuff in the rubbish, but there's still just this layer of grime over the entire house that she doesn't seem too well, bothered by.
0: What what I, yeah, yeah, she doesn't really clean the house. Well, yeah. To, to be I mean, fair Do uh, the wallpaper. <laughs> I think that,
1: No wonder Todd's upset with the rope up. I, I think that there's a, a level of like the explanation for him being able to afford her was largely told through completely missable environmental storytelling like there were a lot of things where like oh if you look in this drawer you will find this paperwork that if you read through explains this thing of what's going on the answers for that were there but i can say if you just went through the voice acted stuff yeah it it doesn't explain that to you and i, I, looked, I, I, at, get that.
0: I looked at some of those um some of the the oh, what Documents. I don't know why I couldn't come up with the name. Some of the documents, files, whatever you want to call them. Um, One bit that did uh, sort of speak out to me was there was a magazine article about sex robots and I'm like, I'm surprised that wasn't one of the main stories, knowing them.
1: My ultimate takeaway, like where I'm at still is, I I still love that game. I can can, on paper see the points where it's like, I can see why this seems ridiculous and I can see why this might turn someone off.
0: But Me, I don't get no pleasure yeah. from, like, no, no, no. just
2: but, Laura, slacking it of, off
0: in front there, of you. Like no, no, and no There are no a lot not, of um, yeah.
2: reviews that agree with, with you, I, you know? It's I'm not, not trying you're, to you're say... You're not the yeah. fringe, fringe opinion, really. It's here. a very divisive it's, game, I guess yeah. we could yeah, say. Yeah,
1: it's, it's one of those things. I'm not trying to say that either of you are wrong, but I think, for whatever reason, the things that bother other people about Quantic Dream games just aren't getting me, and mm. I I still feel very fondly about this game. It is... It is the kind of thing I really like from games I very much enjoy games like this I would happily play a Quantic Dream game Every year
2: I tell you one thing They sure build uh, beautiful levels
1: Oh gosh they do
2: Absolutely stunning looking environments
0: They do right right from the first chapter Uh, yeah, and, I can't fault the visuals. And you know what? I didn't even find the, the faces as uncanny and creepy as I used to. Yes, I don't know if also, they've made them better or if this is, you know, if I'm just used to it. Also, but yeah, they didn't seem so ghoulish.
2: I'm not too far into it, but so far there hasn't been a scene where one of the characters' names is repeated over and over again. Like in, in I, Beyond. D- I and... did
1: not find one of those. Mm-hmm. I, um, I, I, after
2: the first two chapters of Beyond, I was, was it Jody. I was ready yeah. to never hear that name again. I, <laughs> Sorry to all yeah. the Jodies out there. I,
1: there was one bit of really nice design very early on in that game I just wanted to like call out specifically I thought was like a smart way of getting around their sort of linear design of levels which is very very early on in the game you have to walk across a set of traffic lights and this is the, I think the first time you're playing as Marcus and you physically cannot walk across the set of traffic lights because it's red. And your programming is just like, no, no, can't, can't, can't cross roads, red, can't cross. <laughs> and I really liked that as a way of contextualizing the slightly bullshit, um, you can't go any further down this road mechanic. Because while that would normally feel really cheap to be like, oh, there's more road, but you just arbitrarily can't go down it. Mm. The very first time you interact with that is here is a setting where it makes sense, where you would understand why you'd be programmed, yeah. if the robot would be programmed that way. And again... It, yeah, it, it made that, like, bullshit bit of game
0: design feel less bad, yeah. and I liked it's, that. It's
2: immersive. Those
0: flashes of brilliance yeah. serve to frustrate me, because, again, there's so much potential for genius within Quantic Dream, I feel. Yeah. And personally, and again, it is, you know, many will will say that Quantic Dream have reached that that genius potential. But to me, like, I, I just get so frustrated by the more banal aspects and some of that writing and, and the the lack of, of tonal I builds mean, that just makes me laugh from, when something suddenly melodramatic happens and it feels like it's out of nowhere because the environment wasn't building to it enough.
2: In theory, from a narrative point of view, I can see why they make you do all this, like... Um... Busy work and chores and cleaning up. Well, here's the thing.
0: In Jumanji, the kids get detention and are told to pull staples out of magazines. We only need less than a minute of them looking bored with the magazines to realise what's been going on. But if there were magazine staple pulling in Detroit, you would go through 10 magazines. Like, hold a button to open the magazine, flick a stick to move the staple puller, uh, hold down X and L1 to... Uh, pinch the, you know, so, you'd go through that over and over, and and it'd be like, I get the point, I get the point. Androids do drudge work. I, now can we move on to the plot? I I won't deny
1: that if that happened in in a Quantic Dream game, it would be mundane, and that it would be fair to be critical of that. I think I understand why Quantic Dream often try and do things that way. I think in their own their own way, they're trying to do show don't tell. I think it's an attempt to be like we want the player to feel what this character is feeling, and that is oh this is a mundane life that they are stuck like doing what they're forced to, rather than just being like oh yeah their their life's mundane on we go. Yeah. And like well, the I, thing I is like it's I always
0: <laughs> it's like I always say when people are like they try and defend a game with realism or something mm. like that when when I'm like you know I'm being shot through cover in you know, a third person cover shooter. This is ridiculous when people are like, well, it's more realistic, isn't it? I'm like, well, it's more realistic if you get shot once, you fall down, either dead or dying. And that wouldn't make a fun game. Yeah. And doing dishes and housework for as long as it goes on, because you've got to do the, the first floor... Which is dishes picking up the thing, turning on the vacuum cleaner, taking out the. Tr- then you've got the garden. The bottle of pull of those were entirely optional. You
1: didn't have to do the vacuuming. You didn't have to go outside. You only had to clean up the rubbish and do the washing up.
0: And that still went on far too long. Yeah, but it wouldn't have gone on as long as you
2: made I it. Them, it wouldn't have gone on as long because really? I was afraid that um, Cora would get the shit kicked out of her. Well, if that's I it. Didn't. Yeah,
0: the game kind of puts you in this spot where the guy's telling you to do all this shit, he, and so I did all the he shit. He did
1: tell you which ones were mandatory tasks and which ones were optional. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I trusted the <laughs> game when the game told me, it's okay, these ones are optional, you don't have to do
0: these. He, again, even so, those dishes go on so fucking long. I was sick by the time I did the dishes, and then I'm just wandering around the house, and I was looking for things to do to basically subvert the game, which, that was entertaining when i'm uh next to todd and he's like do some work and she's like i'll get right on it and then i just stand there for ages and that some would say is more boring than just doing the stuff but it wasn't yeah uh that's probably enough for this week
1: on detroit i imagine because we're like 40 yeah. odd minutes into the show and I didn't I'm, even want I, in fairness, to it I'm
2: not very far into the game so I haven't yeah. I you know it's too early for me to actually make yeah. a judgement on it just I, so I, far it's not grabbed me
1: I I feel it gets better as it goes it it mm. is it's better in its later sections but obviously like any game that like if you have to get through a bit that's not as good to get to the better bit that's a barrier to to seeing what the game is best at which is not good design but you both played Dark Souls Remastered this week yeah. which on on
2: On the flip side of games that are better at the beginning.
1: (laughs) So, I I talked a bit about this this last week. It's basically the same game as before. Better online. Looks a bit better. It's definitely the best way to play it on console. Yeah. Yeah. How how are you both feeling about it now you've had a chance to get in there? I... Love Dark Souls, and it is
0: Dark Souls Remastered
2: It's exactly the same game It runs better now And looks a little bit better And I've been having an amazing time with it (laughs) So, you know I
0: mean, I'm frustrated by certain aspects of it That they've had seven years to update And they could have done what the Uncharted collection did And update some of the old mechanics With some of the new ones So that there's, A, more consistency Across the games on the platform And B... Some of that shit in the first Dark Souls really should be updated, mate. Um, I shouldn't have the menu close out on me when I'm crushing Souls, when I want to crush more Souls. In Bloodborne, someone's like... no. Saying this wasn't true, but I was playing it last week. You can open the menu and scroll down to more blood echoes while your character's crushing blood echoes. You can't do it in this dark. Side. It's so t- like I'm. I'm glad that they've let you crush multiple at the same time. But when you want to go from like Soul of a Proud Knight to like something like Soul, Soul of a Nameless Soldier or what have you, and you want to crush that, like the menu will just close out on you. And I'm like, fuck off! I was right down to the the thing I want to click on. For me, and to... just little things like that. For me, and to... to say nothing of the Demon Ruins and Lost Isola they should have just yeah. They were. Torn down that place!
2: Yeah, they're unfinished. And the bed of chaos can just rot in fucking hell. But, for me... I'm
0: right near that bit. I've done almost everything putting it off. I cannot
2: cannot get a word in this week. (laughs) I'm sorry, I I just wanted to follow up on the bed of chaos. I'm sorry. I
1: felt a little like this as well, if I'm honest. It's been been a bit of a week for getting words out.
0: (laughs) I'll see... Um, yeah, bas- basically both saying I'm the problem
1: yeah, I will be you're quiet a for shit. a moment You're a shit Jim No we love you continue to say words We love your words
2: Um, Going back to it anyway After playing not necessarily Dark Souls 2 But after Bloodborne and Dark Souls 3 The mantra of Every time you die in Dark Souls It's fair It doesn't ring quite as true in Dark Souls 1 There's a lot of janky bullshit In that game that gets like Yeah You'll be in a small corridor, and you will you won't be able to see because there's a wall or a roof blocking you, or you'll get trapped. And say, I got I got to the bottom. You know the Great Hollow. That is one <laughs> like absolute endurance test of a level. The Great Hollow, I can't stand it. And I got to the bottom of it this morning and got stuck behind a mushroom, like in the scenery. And one of the big mushroom guys came along and just punched me to death because I couldn't roll out. And I was like, this is fucking game. <laughs> There is yeah, a lot of a stuff lot of... in Dark Souls One that was fixed later in their games that that was just so really really fucking janky.
0: Yeah. No, you're right. There's yeah. like again going back to the the lost Eyes of Earth and Demon Runes and better chaos. It's like they've already admitted in the past that stuff was unfinished and rough. Yeah. And and due to time constraints and like I've said several times, well, you've had seven years now. Where are the constraints now, matey boy? I, I think um,
1: I think part of it seems to at least be from software being a bit afraid of messing with something that they know was good and not. There's that as it's well. It's the fear of like if we change it and it's worse, people will be mad. If we leave it pretty much as it was, people can't be too mad because they liked yeah. it before. I will say this:
0: I I get that, and there is something to be said for preservation of that and and keeping as much of the old experience as possible, but. When the director of the game has had to issue an apology for a boss, yeah. <laughs> and and almost and everyone within a fairly divisive community agrees it's the worst boss in the entire series, yeah. I don't think anyone would have cried if that was overhauled.
2: Yeah, I'm. I'm I, 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 I I wouldn't I've have kind of the opinion. There's a couple of shitty bosses in the game, to be honest with you. I think the Capra Demon is a fucking horrendously designed boss fight. I think it's the awful.
0: environment for that is shite
2: Yeah, it's not the boss itself; it's the environment and yeah. the ganking. And also, I think Nito is an absolutely atrociously designed boss with those fucking I, I'd never like instant those funky blades, blades coming out of the floor that you can't dodge. And the I can't, I just can't stand gank bosses that you're trying to hit no. them, and there's like twenty enemies all around you. That was my you. big
0: frustration with Dark Souls too was the amount yeah. of bosses that were that.
2: But um, overall, I mean, I've been having such a good time, and I've kind of—I uh, don't know about you, Jim—but I've I've never done a co-op run. I've always soloed Dark Souls 1. so doing co-op in it now is so fun, and the game is like—I mean, it it's is fun. It's yeah, three, I was rushing three to four times easier, but you know, <laughs> I, I was don't rushing mind.
0: through a couple bosses because yeah. I got nothing left to prove to that game. In yeah, my opinion, exactly, yeah. So I'm like, fuck it. And, and I like doing co op as a, I've been, a I've been running in some through way anyway.
2: Man, I've been running through whole levels with two two other people at times and it's so It can much be fun. fun. Yeah.
0: If you if you like I know there's a lot of pride attached to people in playing Dark Souls, yeah. but even if you just wanna like like just do it, like make a new throwaway character or something, yeah. and at least try it out because there is something just fun about just a group stomping. of people just rolling through it and yeah. stomping a hole in stuff. Yeah. Um, like I say, I normally do it as a, a warrior of sunlight because I like uh, yeah. I like helping people out who need Me the too. help, and I like. I just collect. It's the the most fun way to
2: grind up up. uh, souls, as well as like waiting outside a boss door with your sign. Oh,
0: I will happily do that. I was Mm -hmm. doing uh, Augenstein and Smorgasbord all day the other day. Mm -hmm. I did Fartorius. I'm coming up with witty satirical names for them. Fartorius, like fart. Get it? (laughs) I was doing Artorius a good couple times last night. Actually, Um, it's just yeah. I I, um, it's grinding. I can actually enjoy
2: the invasions. I feel are great though. It seems like whenever you get invaded, the, the dude is, like, fucking 60 levels above me.
0: I've had some issues with the online where, like, I'm fighting a dude, and then suddenly the man who was behind me is now backstabbing me.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, some of the online connections are a bit, mm, like, enemies forgetting to die. Appar- they'll just stand there untargetable and unattackable, and then they'll just suddenly go, Ugh! as if they've just remembered that they're dead.
2: Apparently there's a way um that people can level up ridiculously high without the matchmaking realizing it so then they can invade like low level players with their ridiculously mm. high gear and stuff
0: if that's true that would explain not all of my invasion losses but yeah. a couple of them i say invasion losses i mean losses to invaders i don't invade yeah. i don't do that shit i'm a good christian boy
2: <laughs> it's it's it, it's it's a thing they probably will never fix but it's a pity, and it was apparently the same in the first version. Because, like, it's not it's not fun when you've been running around in Orlando for half an hour having a great time with these two other players, stomping everything. And then right before you go in the boss door, this level 120-whatever comes out and just <laughs> completely obliterates yeah. the three of you, one-shots everyone.
0: I take great pleasure in hanging around near a boss fight that I haven't beaten yet. Mm. And having an invader come in and just as they're reaching me, just step through the fog. And I'm like,
2: ah, fuck you. Can you do that? Uh, I
0: can't remember. I have tried to do it in this one. Oh, I know in I this one, to I
2: have. To I know in that.
0: this one they fog off certain areas, you can't escape the invader. Yeah. Um, but certainly in other Souls games, I've been able to do it, oh my God, and I've I've, I've delighted <laughs> in it. I can't remember if they let you do it on this one because I haven't tried doing it on on this version. I don't think I've. Yeah, because when I first played Dark Souls, um, I played it before it came out, and then a long time after it came out, so mm. I never had a decent online to try the original dark souls on Um, and that again to me that's been worth the payment i put down because that was you're basically paying a tax for the new online basically um and in that regard i got my money's worth because i've been playing all sorts of online you know helping helping hosts with uh invaders that come in that's always fun Because they always think they're going to gank someone and then there are three people. And there's nothing like seeing a red player turn the corner and then just nope the fuck out and turn back around. And then everyone just chasing him. Mm. Um, That's always a delight. And yeah, that stuff is worth the price tag for me to experience that.
2: It's a good reminder as well of um, how the first game, in my opinion, had the best environments and the best connectivity. I I love how you can go into the it's at the grave of giants and you can see the demon ruins down below you. Oh yeah, that's always And then you go to stuff. the other end you can see the ash lake. Like stuff mm-hmm. like that is just amazing.
0: Oh yeah, and I mean some of that level design in a 3D space. Like I can I can <clears> see why having it in a 2D like a metroidvania thing is still difficult but doable i could see how someone could grasp that mentally mm. this i don't know how in a 3d space that level of char- uh, levels um, i just said levels twice that mm. that rate of levels just connecting it's, with each other and the different areas genius, and how yeah. it, the it's and actually the yeah.
2: the 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 slightly higher kind of textures and definition and stuff has actually I've actually spotted some places now In this playthrough that I didn't realise The last time Like when I was down in the basin I looked up and could see things That were other places I had been And I was like oh I never noticed that before now And um ah, Sorry there was one other thing I wanted to say And I can't remember what it was Oh well
0: <laughs> come back. I'll tell you what if you remember it yeah. Just like shout it halfway through one of my sentences. Okay. That's what I do when I remember things.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. That um Blight Tone is actually kinda of fun now. It works, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah,
0: I, I'll say this I don't think for the life of me I've seen a single frame rate drop in the game
1: Yeah, yeah. It, it's better than it was When I saw the uh, the demo yeah. a few months ahead of launch It's pretty And you already
2: life. said that was good I, I yeah. didn't hate Blighttown And I, I actually quite enjoyed going down Into Blighttown this time so.
0: <laughs> Yeah, it's. I tell you what, Blighttown I said this
2: fuck, um, fuck the Oak when I played Fuck it the, the Giant first Oak time. <laughs> Or whatever The Great Hollow uh, Blight,
0: Blighttown Ain't that bad. Mm. A lot of it was the aside, you the know, toxic's rate. a death sentence. De- de- toxic mm. for at least a little while, depending on when you go in there, is just a homeward bone situation. Yeah. But um, you know, if you avoid that shit and it's avoidable, um, plus it ain't they that don't bad. It was the frame rate that was killing it. But, yeah, you know, mm. you've got there's mercy in that place. It was just made harder than it should have been, mm. uh, but for reasons that weren't part of the initial design. And Plus that's, then, you know, it, I love the stable frame rate on this and how it it runs.
2: I don't know if it's the better lighting as well as the updated looks, but you can kind of see better where you're going now as well.
0: I think that's true, yeah. yeah. I, I thought initially that the colours were... I saw a side-by-side comparison early on, and the colours looked just a bit too wrong. Mm. It was... I forget. I think it just looked too muted. That was it. But the final product, it... it mm. Doesn't look quite as washed out as as mm. The side by sides made it look and, and I think you're right, there's better colour definition So you can make things out a bit better Than you could.
2: Yeah, because I always remember Blighttown being this nightmare Of wood This just nightmare of not Being able to yeah. see where I'm going or what I'm Doing or where I'm supposed mm. to go and this Time it just, I could see the paths And I could see how to get places And yeah, I would If you've never played Dark Souls, this is Definitely the version you're going to want to Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah.
1: If if, if you want to play it on console, this is the easiest way and the best way to play that and, that seven yeah. year old
0: game.
2: And get it now because you really want to play this when the community is lively because that's by far oh, yeah. the best yeah. time to play.
0: Especially like- if you're someone who like worries because I know some people are like this. They're worried that the game is a bit too uh, might alienate them too much or be a bit too challenging. Um, even people I've seen that are quite interested in the way it looks and its atmosphere. Find the gameplay to be a bit intimidating And if you're one of those people Now, as Gav says, is a good time Because you will find co-operators And they will smash Shit up for you if you want And And, I'll be one of them Look for the orange dude You will
2: still get your ass kicked at times But it's okay because you'll get better
0: If you ever see a someone called Sterling Who is hanging around One-handing a scythe and not regretting it (laughs) Then uh, that's me Pick me, I'll help you out
2: I, I actually teamed up with someone yesterday that made me actually look to see if you were online and if it was you. Because <laughs> their name was Saw and they were running around with like the bag, a little bag over their head. <laughs> and nice. I was like, Is this Jim? <laughs> I, do,
0: I do often wear the bag. I like the bag. I go for a, a serial killer look, um, sort of Texas chainsaw. Um, right now I'm wearing Chester's set, but not the head. I'm wearing the bloat head um of, the, of those you know basically those humanity riddled enemies with all the big eyes it's basically just a big lumpy mass of flesh covered in eyes so i plonked <laughs> that on with chester's set so i just look like a bloodborne hunter who's got way too much insight and it's great and one handing a scythe and not regretting it there you go nice. there you go uh- completely separate from dark
1: souls i've got an update on that that pokemon quest game that came out on the ah, yes. Oh yes yeah. so um i can see what the monetization model is now uh here's here's the basics it's it's a top down sort of like mmo-esque rts you manage your cooldowns to do battles with your pokemon and things you collect resources as you go that will allow you to like get more pokemon to come join your team that's all great however there are two different things going on to invite new pokemon to your camp to join your team you have to go do missions and you only have so much energy to do so many missions and you have to wait time for your energy to recoup now i don't know enough to know how the balance is on that how long you're gonna have to leave between getting able being able to play more but I've played in the background for most of this episode and been like, oh yeah, yeah, I got a good hour out of this and I don't feel like I'm being pressured to do it but there is going to come a point very shortly if I keep playing this where it's like, yep, you have no energy left come back and play more of this game tomorrow.
0: The free to wake kicks in, yeah. yeah uh, it's, hmm. it's,
1: it's it's given me enough time that I'm like, I'm enjoying these mechanics and I don't feel pressured during the gameplay to spend but if you want to play more than an hour or so of this at a time, you're gonna want to. You're gonna be spending money.
0: Uh, it's just it's a shame to see Nintendo rely on that method, when Nintendo of all companies could have me spending money on a free-to-play yeah, game. I'm I'm, I'm
1: looking through the shop now, being like, is there any option for um just just buy unlimited energy for a set price? Like if if you give me that. I, b- I will be like, yeah, I'll probably give you a tenner. Let me just play this game.
0: Yeah. Cause... This company, more than any other, could do a free-to-play game with just optional cosmetic DLC, yeah. which I've seen done in free-to-play games, and sustain themselves on that. Yeah. And I wouldn't have an issue with that, because, you know, microtransactions in a free-to-play game are to be expected, uh, but the free-to-wait stuff is just so cheap and lazy. Um, you know, I, I've always said that I'll, I'll happily and have happily, you know, spent money on free to play games, if I'm already enjoying the base game and can keep enjoying the base game, and the money is for purely personally satisfying things to enhance the already fun game. That's, that's, um, that's a, when you're gatekeeping yeah. the content and all this stuff. That's when I just I don't spend the money. Yeah, uh, because I, I don't feel encouraged to. I feel, um, you know. I'm having the gameplay held to ransom essentially Um, I play something like Warframe For all its flaws And I spend money in that Just to enhance the fun I'm already having Not to Mm. have more fun from nothing Yeah Mm. this
1: this is the thing Like with me with Pokemon Go That game never pressured me to spend money And let me play as much as I wanted Without spending money And I have been like a regular I'll give that game a tenner in a month and be like, yeah, I'm getting my money's worth out of this. I that works. I don't feel guilty about it. I'll pay to get some, some, you know, a fancy hat that looks like that. That sad Pikachu Pokemon Mimikyu. I'll pay for a, a Mimikyu hat.
0: <laughs> y- you're a good game. And again, that I see Nintendo would make so much cheese off that. Yeah. Selling little hats and shirts for some like Nintendo game. So they could they could do any game of anything. And so long as the characters in it can have little Mario shirts that you can buy, people will drop change for that shit.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like I'm, I'm looking at this, this now. Like I can't work out how to find in here how much it costs for the currency that if I want to rush the thing, if I want to make the thing faster, how much real money that costs me.
0: At least it's not like showing you a Pokemon being strangled to death.
1: No, exactly. And you've
0: got to pay or watch it happen. I I actively... (laughs) It's a step above Warner Bros. I
1: actively can't work out how to spend real money on more of this. So it's clearly not (laughs) throwing it in my face. No. It's clearly going, here's a timer, don't, you know. But I'm here like, oh, if I wanted more of these tickets, how much would that be? It's like, here's here's what? what you can spend them on. I'm that's like, it would be a very nintendo move. That's where David Cage move.
2: is going wrong with the emotions if only you had to pay a microtransaction <laughs> to stop from the guy from beating up the android.
0: This,
2: this is just then it, then it would be an emotions.
0: I'm... I wouldn't be surprised if nintendo didn't have an option to buy things to speed the game up and was I, it was implementing wait times as a feature that's I, a Nintendo I honestly, move right there
1: I'm honestly right now thinking is that the case because I am <laughs> I am sat on the menu of this game like I can find where to spend the, the 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 currency the in-game currency and I can see the timers and I'm like well I assume I would be spending this to to speed up the timer how do I buy more of these?
0: Oh god I hope le- that's the it case. It seemingly won't let me buy more of them. A free to wait game by design not fueled by microtransactions that is that is premium nintendo. Me- I hope that I will give them money if that's how that is working. Let, let me
1: google this because I want to find this out. I'm I'm really dang curious. Can you both like vamp for me for a second while I like, Google yeah, monetization? No worries.
0: Well, well, you're, I mean, I think it's well... amazing that that we have to Google how to give Nintendo money. Again, a very Nintendo move. Sorry, Gabe, you were saying?
2: Oh, no, no, no. I was just, we, we talk about it after. I was like, there's, of, there's like two more topics I'm sure we have to get on to today.
0: Oh, yeah, is, yeah. Uh... Do you want to get started on those? <laughs> yeah, okay. We'll, 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 we'll get go... started because we're already over an hour and stuff. So loads of content people are getting.
2: Yeah, we go with the nice topic first, sure. before we get on the sad one, but Fallout. Um, now, as I said at the beginning of this episode, I'm wearing a halter monitor for the last couple of days, and yeah. right about yesterday afternoon, there's probably going to be some spikes showing up on it when I hand it back. Today, I'm not so sure. Um, I saw the trailer, and it it didn't tell me enough to get excited, because I think... This isn't going to be the kind of Fallout game we're used to. I think it's going to be something different, and
0: there is something about the way this is being done. We we did not see that.
2: anything outside the vault, and that worries me.
0: Yeah, I mean, it is a teaser, and yeah. if I if I recall correctly, I think Fallout Three, when it first, was first like announced and teasing, did similar. I think. I think it like it F- was that Fod one. Fallout 3
2: had the radio, and then it panned out to the, the uh, out to the wasteland. So. Yeah,
0: that-
2: I didn't see any yeah. wasteland in this and that one. Now
0: I saw me. someone on Twitter say that Vault 76 is the first one that opened. Yeah, and I so also there is saw
2: um, Jason Shrier, Shrier, saying that uh, anyone who's expecting a single player RPG is going to be very disappointed.
0: Oh, it's full Fallout MMO, isn't it? At last. Mm.
2: If Years that, after the I've, MMO trend, I, I I feel like it's maybe gonna be like a base building thing.
0: Mm, maybe, mm. maybe. Um, i have gonna say something. I e- I like if, the song if that I'm you wrong. Use. I always like that song.
2: If I'm wrong and it's, and it's a new open world RPG, then I'm gonna be fucking delighted. But for the moment, I'm I don't know, a little bit holding back on my height Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I know. I mean, a lot of people, and certainly myself, were hoping for another New Vegas situation. Yeah. So, like, get Obsidian in there oh, and man. get Poor them to do one Obsidian. that people will really like.
2: <laughs> Did you see their tweet? No. Obsidian tweeted out yesterday. How do you let someone down gently, asking for a friend, and then hashtag oh. it's not us? <laughs>
0: yeah. It's a shame. That is a shame because uh, you know I everyone really loved can't is,
2: that, I find that so frustrating. Uh, people love New Vegas so much like
0: yeah here's, here's
1: what I will say as someone that a week ago had heard that that this was incoming um you're gonna know more very soon and this game is not as far off as you might expect and it's all just 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 give it a minute and you'll you'll know more just just give it mm. a minute
2: <laughs> okay.
1: Just, just, right. just hold up I on. Love, getting got, I love. I just, love how Laura, yeah. you're
2: the third person I've spoken to today who knows things and has to be really vague about yeah, it. I, what I, <laughs> I, I was talking to someone from inside Bethesda as well who had to just. They, he was just like, "I'm sorry, I can't tell you all, anything."
1: All I can <laughs> say at at the second is just. Don't worry too much about stressing right now. You will know I'm not, you'll know what this is in like a well I'm, within the next couple of weeks you'll know what this is.
2: I'm not I'm not stressing. All I'm doing yeah. is keeping my um keep trying to keep my hype in check a little cuz yeah. this this is my favorite series. It's always this, uh, this is like a new Pokemon or Zelda for you, yeah. you know, it's like
1: I get you. Uh very quickly I found out what the deal was with this free to play uh, Pokemon game on the Switch.
0: Uh, ah yes you can, the mystery at last
1: you can buy microtransactions you can't buy them in game you have <laughs> you have to close the game go to the switch eShop, go to the store page for the game and there are three dlc packs um basically there's a thing for a fiver a thing for a tenner and a thing for 15 quid and basically they're like hey we'll like to three different degrees we will speed up like the rate of the timers to varying degrees and we'll give you like some one off bonuses so like for 15 quid hey speed up the cooking of dishes double the amount of resources you get get extra extra tickets daily see, so and more charges so you, you know you can do more things in the day and get a, extra Pokemon and stuff so like there is a thing where it's like ah uh... It's not a unlock it, everything. It never
0: gets rid of them. Yeah, it's, it it's only not, ever spe-
1: yeah, it'll only speed things up. It won't get rid of them oh, completely. Nintendo, and that's, that's your top end Mwah. thing.
0: But that's top level. That's top level Nintendo mayhem. Mwah. I love it. Uh, they are truly the Heath Ledger's Joker of game publishers. It's pure unbridled it is, chaos. It's
1: very strange to me that it's like they. Don't put anything in the game to be like yes by by microtransactions. You have to leave the game and go to the store.
0: <laughs> and you have to google it first. I had to google it. Cuz it's so obtuse. I had to
1: google it and it's like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, there's DLC packs, but they're only on the store page in the eShop. They're not in any way linked to in-game."
0: What is this game called? Pokemon Quest. Game of the fucking year. I'm I'm going
1: to I'm going to legitimately I'm going to stick time into it and see like I I want to see how much time i can get out of this game between it like
0: telling me to take breaks but i want to know i want to know next week how this whole thing goes I'll i'll fill you all in next week on how this pokemon quest is the game of the year and (laughs) i want to know all about it before i plonk down my 15 quid and get my fast fast bars. yeah and your free level one snorlax oh fuck yes snorlax oh nintendo Ambassador, you are really spoiling us with these Ferrero Snorlax. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, so we got we got that one last...
0: Snorero Rocher, I knew if I'd have given myself a few more seconds.
1: Uh, do we want to talk about that one last thing we got before we finish up today?
2: Yeah, mm. I think we absolutely should.
1: This is Laura from the future again, doing one of those things where I record a quick thing while editing. The rest of this episode gets pretty like deep into mental health chat again, um, just to give a very brief oversight. We talk a bit about the death of uh, John Bain, Turtle Biscuit, and we talk a lot about our own complicated, messy feelings on that, as well as um, our own feelings on death. Um, we talk about depression and suicide and stuff a bit, so just heads up. Yeah, the rest of this episode is like total biscuit chat and depression chat and if that's not a thing that you wanna to listen to for whatever reason or don't feel up to listening to, zero issue, there's nothing no more no more like big games chat that you're gonna miss by skipping out a little early on this. So, uh yeah, I'll let you back into the let you back into the chat now.
2: I think um I well I I think I can definitely speak for all three of us when we just wanna send a big love out to Jenna Bain. And, yeah. and um, to Jesse and to Dodger I, And we, yeah. I, everyone on this podcast Was friends with John So you know I, I think we were all pretty yeah. sad It's like
0: I don't want to say out loud again What, what happened Because mm. I've had to say it several times mm. And it's And something else happened today That was just a, a bit of a Shocking reminder of stuff mm. And it's just such a Shock is the word I keep using and stunned is another word I keep mm. using because there is it's no fun. other word. Mm. Oh, well, I say no other word. That was just two, but there are... Sorry, could someone else yeah, do the thing? it's okay. I'll, yeah. Thank I'll, you. I'll, I'll, I'll say some words. So <laughs> thank you.
1: I've I've talked in a couple of places about this because I'm aware I have a slightly complicated uh, history with uh, John Bain. But what I will say about him is that regardless of anything else he's he has he done in the world he was he was a talented game critic who in my personal dealings with him and this is some uh, as someone who you know often spoke with him privately away from like you know not having public Twitter conversations having private conversations we he was always someone that was willing to listen to my perspective when I was critical of his of things he'd done um if I if I think of John Bain the first thing I, I think of, is the fact that when I was on the co-optional podcast the second time, um, I got a lot of harassment from his audience um, transphobia coming my way. And he went out of his way to make a 30 minute thing where he basically just talked about, Hey, yeah, this stuff is really fucking shitty. And if you want to be like this to Laura, you, I don't want you in my audience. Get, like get the fuck out. I stop watching that my content. Yeah. It's, that's what I that's what I think of when I think of John. I think of the person who... When I... All too often, when, when I get harassed by the audiences of people, those people will turn around and say, it's not my fault, I can't be held responsible for the actions of people who aren't me. It's all too common a response, and it's all too easy for people to do. And John took responsibility there. He went, I invited you on my thing, and you got treated like shit by my audience... I'm going to call that out. I'm going to tell people that they're not welcome if they do that. I'm going to acknowledge that, yes, it was my audience doing it, and I'm going to tell them to fuck off if they don't stop. And that's... It shouldn't be a rare thing, but it's a thing that really sticks in my head. He didn't have to stick his neck out for me like that, and he did. And it it sums up a lot of my interactions with him. He was someone that... He was willing to stop and listen to me when I... When I... I I spoke to him about things going wrong, and, you know, I've talked about this a little bit in a Twitter thread. The last time I spoke with him was him telling me not to speak to him, not because he didn't want to speak to me, but because he didn't want to see me hurt by association. He could see that there were people who were swearing off of watching my content because I was around him, and he didn't want to see me get hurt that way. And that was the last thing we spoke about was him saying, "I don't want to see you hurt because people don't like me." And it's a thing that sticks in my head. Like the last conversation we had was him going, the last was him stressing that he didn't want to see me get hurt. And that's a thing that, like, has really stuck in my head this week. I have a lot of complicated feelings. I know he's, he's done a lot of stuff in his time that I won't stand by and that I think was, you know, was not good things that he did. But he did some things for me that, on a personal level, were really important and really impactful. And he really shone a light on my work. And he really, you know, helped me in some ways that I needed help. And... It really sucks that I, like I kind of just assumed I would have another chance to, to see him and chat with him And that, you know, that's not a thing
2: <laughs> I think most people who knew him would have a similar story to tell And he would have helped them in, in some, like You know, most people who, who knew him had stories about in some way He'd helped them out or stood up for them or done, so, done good by them in some way, you know I saw so many of those stories this week. I have my own ones. Don't need to get into them. But, you know, he, you know, I just say, I think a lot of the stuff I saw on Twitter this week reminded me, sometimes it's okay to say nothing, guys. You know, sometimes, sometimes the smartest thing to say in the world is to not say anything.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I've not addressed that side of things. Some people have been surprised that I haven't, but I, I certainly felt that, you know, when I was talking about him at the end of this week's video, you know, this week's gym position and whatnot, yeah. it just didn't feel the right time. It felt a bit tacky to put it in, mm. and plus, you know, I'm still mentally unpacking it because mm. you 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 are never prepared to see someone you know who's that young mm. go. Yeah, yeah even and even when you
2: and they both know it's coming for a long time. I mean, it's that's still the thing. you're never you're yeah. never ready for you, for death. You
0: can get the Diagnosis and think you you're ready. You can expect it all you want, you, but you're not prepared John, to John's see someone. John's character was yeah. one that
2: that almost had us all believing he'd fight this forever. You know, he was a stubborn bastard. Yeah.
0: I told him that when it first, you know, he first got the diagnosis. I was like, you're, you're too he, egotistical he, to he, let it he, get he, to he, you. Dude. He
1: stuck <laughs> around longer than he was expected to out of pure stubbornness, and I think sheer
0: it, sheer stubbornness. I think for
1: a lot of us, it got us. Believing the hype, the sort of feeling of No, 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 there'll be another chance Because he's not, go- you know, he's, he's going to be around he's, he's not yeah. going to let this be him
0: And, he, you know It's true of anyone in your life You know, I I, I, I mentioned that I lost my grandmother I've talked about her before, yeah. uh, I lost her at Christmas Eve And There's always that regret I'm, I'm already learning that now I I'm Apparently I've hit that age Where I'm seeing people I know just Go You're at that. You you come to that realization that there is regret every single time because no matter how ready you think you are, you always think tomorrow is is fine. Mm. Tomorrow is fine.
2: But that but that's the thing. Like friendships, friendships and relationships all have peaks and valleys and highs and lows. And when one of us goes it's either going to be in one or the other And it doesn't mean, mm. it doesn't negate any of the others You know, like for, I told Laura this The last thing my brother ever said to me was Fuck you, <laughs> you know So, you know yeah. the, it, you, you just have to focus and remember the, the peaks and the highs Because those are yeah. the important ones, you the, know and,
1: Yeah you know. The, the only thing I've, I've asked of people And I know that the, the Total Biscuit, John Bain he's, he's a divisive figure you don't have to mourn him the the way I'm mourning him, but except that I am mourning someone who passed away way too young. And please don't, I please mean, don't use yeah. the fact I'm mourning to go. You shouldn't be mourning. You're a shitty person for mourning. Someone died. I feel shitty. Like now is not the time to come and tell me.
2: I, I honestly his, don't. His, I mean, if you think yeah. you've
0: got the moral high ground. Don't disprove it instantly by being a piece of shit. I, I honestly How don't think people that? like
2: that are even worth acknowledging or addressing. To be perfectly honest, well, and I, I, mean, that's this week on know, Twitter saying, really like, let I, me know a lot of people who I don't need to follow or interact with anymore. <laughs> you but, know, yeah. I mean, basically, my, my life would like, be a lot cleaner and happier but, without those people in yeah. my.
0: Seeing what certain priorities are in certain people.
2: Mm. Yeah, it's, yeah, uh, I the, yeah, I agree. Yeah, anyway. I don't want to get frustrated on on that.
0: Let me just say this, right? Mourning, you know, they say this at funerals, but I think it's true of mourning as well. You know, it's for the living, not the dead. Mm. And right now there is a family that lost someone at 33 years old. Mm. And can you not have just a bit of decorum for that? If you can't even, if you can't respect that a man lost his life, can you at least respect that you left a family behind? Mm. Can you, can you, I mean, at least try at least try. Also, I shouldn't have. And millions to, like...
2: of people yeah. who, you know, I mean, yeah. Every, every one of us who who watches content creators—I hate that word—who watches creators and who watches think people that make things we like, we feel a connection to those people. It's completely natural. We feel like we know them on some level, and it's always sad when they pass. You know.
1: Yeah. Sorry, Laura. I, yeah, I was just gonna say it, this shouldn't have to be said. But I have had to say it a depressing amount this week. John Bain was not a literal, actual Nazi of the Holocaust-creating kind. That is an accusation I have seen many times. I saw one person who, on the day that I mentioned I was mourning, went and said, "I'm, I'm, I'm at Auschwitz right now, and he's just as much of a na- of a literal Nazi as Hitler, and I'm glad he's dead." And I'm like, "Fuck off! he's... is, you, you might not like John Bain; he was not a Nazi. Can we stop using that as a term I, again, for a person I don't like who's dead?
2: Again, I feel like it's just not worth the time yeah. or emotional investment to even acknowledge stuff like that. You know, it's so pointless. They're just, yeah. you know,
1: sorry. Some of this yeah. is. I just, mean,
0: you, you kind of. Yeah. I get the need to vent as well about it. You know, um, like I said, people were surprised I didn't bring it up. Um yeah, you know, I got my reasons for not wanting to dwell on that aspect, yeah. and for not, you know, just going after certain people because they're really not worth right. dragging down. Just they're al- you're already pretty down if this is where you get your kicks. So, but but you know, I understand as well why other people would really want to say fuck you to those those types, those you know rather ghoulish individuals. Um, but but you know i mean this is you know this this is why i didn't i haven't brought it up in the past mm. is because that you kind of drift on onto a different topic when really the topic yeah, is that sorry yeah That, fuck i mean yeah. that that's what i keep coming back to is just fuck, uh, uh, yeah because that uh, is it shouldn't a, happen a person, it shouldn't yeah, happen
1: a person i met multiple times i did work with multiple times i
0: Spoke as did to, as did we. Yeah, we both met
2: met yeah. John in um, we, North Carolina.
0: Yeah,
1: spoke yeah. spoke to regularly.
0: Uh, just last just year, gone. I was with him. Mm. Yeah. Last year, I was with him at Valve's office.
1: Yeah, mm. uh,
0: being lied to by Valve that they cared.
1: I think I think it was last summer that um, I I saw him back at uh, CoxCon. Um, yeah, it's just one of those, and can cancer sucks things that kill people suck and yeah. no matter when I no sense... matter when someone goes it it never feels like the times right
0: yeah i said a few weeks ago that that i thought people saying fuck cancer was uh it wasn't for me because it just felt futile um i understand why people do do it and and now you know after what's happened happened now I see the catharsis in, in the fuck cancer statement. I, I, I see, as futile as it is, I see I, the cold comfort I
1: I, I never it. used to say it, and in the last couple of years, I've lost multiple people in my life to cancer. Um, yeah. There are very, very close members of my family who have cancer right now, who I'm terrified of losing, and sometimes it just helps to personify cancer as something that you can say fuck you to. Because the uh, I, I understand, the depressing yeah. reality is, it's something that you can't do anything it's... about, and sometimes it just helps to feel like you can say "fuck you" to it, because then it's maybe it's a thing you can fight.
2: Yeah, it's <laughs> it's a it's a personal catharsis as opposed to a thoughts and prayers. You
0: know. Yeah, and then you know, I and I, do, I apologize if anyone felt I was like putting them down for doing that before, because like, some people, you know. Felt maybe I was being a bit dismissive, and, and I I probably was. Mm. Um, I can't remember exactly what I said, but I'm sure it was stupid. Mm. Um, also, not uh, not uh, that people I, don't I, say I,
2: thoughts and prayers genuinely. Sometimes I'm just talking about yeah. when people use it as a, yeah, sure. a fob off. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. I mean, how many more times do we want to do these like these special segments at the end <laughs> where we are just miserable? Because we can keep pumping (laughs) these out, we can do these. uh, uh, It's fine. I, I I think, I think
2: sad is an appropriate way to feel this week, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't. You know, I've I've been throwing
0: myself into my work as I do, and trying to, trying to have fun in videos and recordings and things like that. Um, You know. What well, is it Kratos says? Do not mistake my lack of tears for a lack of grief yeah. or something like that. Do not mistake um, my silence for a lack of grief. That's it. Something yeah. like that. Like, yeah. I've not been silent per se, but I've just been... I've been trying to do business as normal because that's what I do. Yeah. You know, I did it after my, my nan passed away and she's that's the closest all, to a mother I've ever had. And that's, and that's you, what I do. It's all
2: you can do in life, you know? Yeah.
0: I rush to as much normalcy as possible. Mm. And, you know, I, I'm at that horrible time of life now where it's like, oh, now I understand how I handle death. Because when you're younger, you don't really think about it all that much. Yeah. like Your Mortality, even if you've lost people, often mortality can be a, a foreign concept. It, it can, feel, so, you reach a certain it can point. feel
1: infinitely far away. Like I I lost people when I was a kid, and it always feels like those are people who are so far away from where I am in my life that death feels forever away, impossibly far away. And it's not until it's people within striking distance of your age that it starts to be like, oh, yeah, that's a thing that's real. Mm. And that can really suck.
0: Yeah. Uh... And I, I guess part of the reason why I just rush to normalcy in that regard is the fact that you got one life and, and I try not to worry about death so much because i went through a period um where it was a a real problem for me the concept of death um it was kind of my first major depressive outbreak and and i try not to dwell on that place because that is the worst place to be in So I I try and get out of that headspace as much as I can So, you know, I'm playing Dark Souls 24-7 Because I don't want to think about the people I know that, uh, you know Playing Dark Souls
2: Um, to avoid thinking about death and all that
0: (laughs) I mean, honestly, when I'm at my most sort of miserable It's stuff like that It is a very Um, cathartic Like Like, Bojack Horseman is have been watching I think we did talk about that before
2: actually How the Souls series, as someone who really, really is fucking terrified of death Yeah. um finds that quite a cathartic experience well i've got dark a long
0: i've got a i have got I do not know what form it'll take but i've got a a really meaty and i've talked about this i talked about this maybe last week or the week before i got this meaty uh dark souls as a an allegory for depression thing mm. um because there are just so many big and small parts of that game that work for that mm. and i find things like that cathartic i've said before that at my lowest points in life, I would always watch With Nail and I, mm. which is just, it's a funny film, but it is very dark, miserable yeah. <laughs> and squalid. Yeah. yeah, it's squalor the movie, um, but there is that catharsis of of watching that kind of stuff. And yeah. and Dark Souls does that for me in game form, just the dark and the morose and the mm. the foreboding. It gives you something else to worry about. Mm-hmm. I think that's, you know, it's good for my anxiety as well. Even though it, it gives is you something to worry about that you can actually and... overcome. Yeah, I, I that yeah, that's actually a yeah. It, it's it's the whole fuck cancer or fuck depression or fuck whatever you know terrible thing is on you in your life. Except this one really does have a face. Normally, a horrible devil's face that you can hit with a stick.
1: Uh, I I super agree both in terms of the burying yourselves in those kind of games and burying yourself in work and normalcy. Um, as as you were saying a minute ago Jim About like struggles with Getting preoccupied with death That's still a thing I struggle with I still struggle with like I If I think about death too much It really gets in my head And I really can't get myself out of that headspace sometimes no. It's a thing I've really been struggling with And often with for meat.
0: me <laughs> Yeah often for me It's not the fear of my own death I'd maybe less Papa John's If uh I was that worried about my own death. It's it's always I am terrified of losing people. I both fucking
2: both for uh, me. I I'm terrified I, of losing more people and I'm terrified used to be of terrified dying for my own I, life. I but these that, days I'm that. a bit more
1: I'm I'm a combination of terrified of losing people but also mm. terrified by the uncertainty of the infinity of nothingness that potentially is death. This mm. like because As someone that used to be religious and no longer has any religious belief, I struggle with the, like, for as best I can tell, I will just stop and then there will just not be anything forever. And infinitely not Mm. being anything is terrifying.
2: Yeah, being an atheist sucks. I I honestly
1: wish I was still a Christian because... Mm. Having that honest belief in an afterlife was really fucking useful in times like this. It was a mm. real comfort when people passed away, and it was a real comfort when facing the thought of your own mortality. And it's a thing that I miss. <laughs>
2: but then again, look at it this way: every every day you do have is made more precious than if uh, if you might not have any more afterwards. So
1: the the thing I try and hold but, but- sorry, I know I'm getting on a bit of a tangent. The thing I try and hold on to is that. And this is going to get a bit real for a second. I I tried to kill myself multiple times, uh, you know, about a decade ago. And the thing yep. I try and hold on to in my head is I try and just look at any one of those, my life could have stopped. Every day I've had since then is a day that I've stolen back from that, is a day that I might not have had. And I just try and focus on, yeah, sure, it might all go at some point but I'm getting more days than, than I might have had and I just try and hold yeah. on
0: to that a bit and that's another whole thing is the people in my life important, influential, what have you and if they hadn't fucked up an attempt they wouldn't be here and that that is a sobering if, thought and...
1: if, if I hadn't fucked up multiple suicide attempts I'd have never met either of you
0: I'm glad you screwed that up.
2: Yeah, I'm glad you messed up, Flora. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm glad. I'm glad you were incompetent in that yeah. case. <laughs> Hooray! We, we found the good um, thing I'm, me I'm to glad be you did a Van Gogh on that one. Yeah, I'm th- seriously very, you know, happy and, and thrilled that you are here, and mm. and hopefully, you know, we're all sticking around for a yeah. while. Yeah. And and again, just
2: fuck. wish me luck with my heart
0: (laughs) well yeah yeah fingers crossed that now I'm I'm sure it'll be fine sir yeah it lasted this
2: long I probably would have if I was going to drop dead it probably would have happened by now so
0: yeah, I mean, you work in audio, so the amount of times your blood pressure has had, the amount of opportunities <laughs> well, it,
2: to, to it, slay you It was actually more, I was more, it was when I was very, very active, I was more like, this is the irony of my condition, long QT syndrome I'm more likely to drop dead when I exercise and do cardio So, that right. sucks and, but we, I had Isn't an the human body a work active, active, of engineering um, genius? What?
0: Oh, sorry. I was just saying, isn't the human body a work of engineering genius?
2: Yeah. Speaking of the whole like trying really hard to believe in a higher power thing and not managing to do it, the way our bodies are designed was the thing that really tipped me away from all of that. Just like, we're so fucked up and broken. Yeah, I mean, you
0: know, if if, if, if I eat a bit of a pistachio, my body thinks it's a foreign entity and would rather strangle me to death than have a nut near it.
2: The fact that your ears can fucking block themselves. (laughs) Yeah. You know. (laughs) Anyway.
0: Yeah. Honestly, you'd think I'd be in the hospital more times than not for shit I've done to my own body. But it's honestly, I've been in there more times than not for just the random shit it's done to itself. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Every time the summer rolls around, my, my body goes, grass? Nope. And then closes off all of its orifices. Oh, God. Yay.
0: Mm, fun. Plants, they're going to oh, kill God, me. Oh, God, humans are weird.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, We're beautifully <laughs> fucked up creations and we'll just keep stumbling on. Yeah.
0: We're eldritch monstrosities. Not learning anything. <laughs> From no, any of our just mistakes. stumbling, <laughs> Clueless. Regressing. As yeah. Uh we're all rubbish.
2: <laughs> I need to go um, I, I, I need to go and watch Cosmos now to cheer myself up. <laughs> <laughs> I think
0: I might cheer myself up with some more Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. That's always cheerful. Mm-hmm. Um I, must, I might yeah. make some of me gun to model
1: and edit a podcast for a oh, bit. There we go. Nice.
0: And and do watch those bars decrease in that Pokemon game because I'm pretty uh, sure that's the most that's going to be some edifying. Uh, shit ne- right next there. week
1: I'll tell you all about the bars.
0: Oh, I can't wait! I, that is what I'm looking forward to more than anything in the game industry. <laughs> yeah. I want to know how that bars do. The week
1: prior to E3, no, 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 we want to know how that Pokemon, <laughs> Pokemon bars doing.
0: E3 can just can suck a harbor. Like it was a penis, a whole an entire harbor with ships in it and everything. That's what I think of E three <laughs> compared to Pokemon Quest. Um, okay, yes. I, I think that's it. I think people have they've had a fucking more than two hours of Jumanji. They're getting <laughs> in a podcast, and then they're getting fucking hour and a half. That's a, a reasonable. That's a, how long Jim Carrey's Mask movie was. They're getting a whole Jim Carrey mask movie and a Harry Potter film's worth of content, and that's just the audio. Lucky bastards. Um, But if people are still somehow unsatisfied, Laura. How can they get more of your stuff?
1: Yeah, you can find more of my stuff at Laura K Buzz on Twitter, Laura K Buzz on YouTube. You can find me Monday to Friday nine to five at Kotaku.co.uk. You can find me on Dice Funk, which is a Fifth Edition Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Uh, I'm on seasons three and four. You can find me on Queer and Pleasant Strangers, which is a podcast where me and Jane Magnet do silly voices together and just have a bit of a giggle um and also a thing that i've like recommended on twitter before that i'm really proud of that i don't really promote very much i wrote a poem a while back that i was really proud of uh if you go to com up near the top there is a thing that says it's kind of comforting brackets poem and it is a poem i wrote trying to find something positive out of my teenage suicide attempts and trying to find something like optimistic out of them and
0: i'm really proud of how it turned out so maybe go give that a read oh. I can see that being a very positive exercise. Um, So yeah, yeah, do check that out, please, dear listeners. And Gav, talking of checking out and listeners, listeners can listen to music. And you do music, Gav.
2: I do indeed. And you can find it on YouTube under Miracle of Sound. You can find it on Spotify, iTunes, all those places. And you can follow me on Twitter at Miracle of Sound. And you can support me on Patreon if you want to help me pay my bills.
0: Awesome, so awesome. And as for myself, you know, more or less the shit I do. Um, but do check out the Pro Wrestling Ego YouTube channel for the full match. The full wrestling match is up now. Um, Sturdust and Derson Major versus Adam Priest and Orion Taylor. Uh, that's up on the Pro Wrestling Ego channel, uh, the full official match. Um, it's, it's fun. I'm not a professional wrestler, but it's a fun little match. Um, so do check that out, please. Um, you know, I, I want to impress the the promotion by bringing some eyes to it. So anyone looking, sharing, what have you, it it, it helps me. You know, it makes me look good. Um, makes me look like I can draw. Um, and. That's the thing, gotta be a draw. So if I'm bringing people in and bringing eyes to the thing, then, you know, it raises my stock. So that's good. Um, And I think that's it, unless anyone else has anything to add.
2: Nope. Nope. Just that, Um, you know, these annoying Fallout 75 purists need to stop (laughs) bitching. Fallout 76 is a good game, okay? (laughs)
0: <laughs> um, thank you all for listening as always Sorry I was talking over everyone today Apparently I've, I was a complete motor mouth You are very excited I'm very excited so, today Sometimes I'm sorry we about just that. have
1: weeks where like, we just want to spout words It's all good yeah.
0: I've been like that a lot lately Again people seem to be mistaking it for something else But I think it really is just a a latent energy From just the, the places I have been You know I have been in dark places But I've not been working when I've been doing that People love to um, assume Yeah so really, this is sort of a lot of pent up because I've been like weeks and weeks and weeks, even before stuff happened, like like dealing with with personal issues and and not doing stuff. So a lot of this, I think, is just pent up anxiety and energy and and you know, nervous energy, all that stuff. So yeah. I'm probably, like, all all over the place in a lot of recordings and stuff I've done lately, but I've been enjoying doing them and finding them quite cathartic Mm -hmm. and whatnot, so... Anyway, that's enough gabbing, because this has gone on far too long enough by half. Thank you. (laughs) So we'll see you next time.
2: Bye. Bye. Bye.